Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason, still in Ocean City, New Jersey. Apparently a place where rich white people gather, according to John. And joined as always by John, who is abroad in New Zealand. I want to look at John. I want to look at the demographics of Ocean Ocean City, New Jersey. I can tell you what, Ocean City is primarily comprised from what I understand, from the many years that I've been coming down here, which have been the 33 years of my life on Earth, um, that the I believe the largest populace of this town is 16-year-old white girls. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm getting to the climate, yep. notable people. Because I'm just saying, like, every employee in this town is a 16-year-old white girl. Well, it's also that time of year. Like it's it's summertime, right? Like what do, what do you if you're a 16-year-old white girl, what are you going to do? You got to find a job. You try to make some money for get, all the activities that you want to do. You gotta, yeah, you got to get to work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I suppose so. I can't relate. I I've, I've never been a 16-year-old white girl. Right. So there's 10 there's 10,000 971 people according to this well 11,702 as of april 1st 2020 this is ocean city e- no or sorry. is this, is this like sorry. county all right I'm, uh, let me start over ocean city new jersey okay right? as of july yep. 1st 2019 there's 10,971 people mm-hmm. do you want to guess the number of people that are white alone <laughs> That's what it's white says. alone race like, and Hispanic not, origin. Like yeah. yeah. So it says white so alone not, comma percent. So they're white and not accompanied by a, by a, by another, race. another, another yes. race. Got it. Um, yeah, I'm going to say like 98%. No, it was 92. <laughs> oh, 92%. okay. Wow. Do you want to guess what the next biggest demographic is? Uh, Oh man, maybe Hispanic. Yes, Hispanic. All at, right. Do you want to guess the percentage? Uh, six percent. Oh, you nailed it! You nailed it. Ninety-two yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. So basically, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't, I, I factored that in, but I'm thinking, yeah, I've probably seen about two percent black people. Yeah, while, three. While I'm down three point two. Three point two. One point four Asian, and then there's two point three, two or more racist together. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you we'll go. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't your question. <laughs> you you said where you said where rich white people come to vacation, and I don't oh. think that's the case. Well, let's look at the uh, let's see if we can find some economy stats, shall we? Um, yeah. Well, no, economy is still see. like people living here. It's not no, so fair much enough. But I I just want to look rentals. at you know the 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 economy will tell you right. No one no one vacations in poor towns. <laughs> yeah, let's that's a honest. good point. Let's no be one, honest. No one's going to no one's going to Camden, New Jersey, for their vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one's <laughs> like no one's going to. I mean, do people do go to Detroit? But I would assume that there's a time in our life where people did not go to Detroit for vacation, right? And if they did, yeah. it was a very specific area of Detroit. It wasn't. Yeah, you the, wanted to go see know, a, a Tigers game. You wanted yeah. to see your, or you wanted to go uh, see your football team win. So you went to a. So you went to yeah. A, so you uh, went Lions downtown. Game. Yeah, you went, <laughs> white people went downtown and they drove through the rest of Detroit. And then they went to the suburbs. That's that's how that's how uh, Metro Detroit works. So, do you want to guess the median household income in two thousand? Again, those are people that live here. Don't care. Here. Again, no one vacations in broke places. So, the people who right, do fine. live there, how much yep. money do you think the average household makes? Uh, I don't know. Let's say. Uh... Sixty-five thousand. Uh, oh wait, household. Little... That's like full income. Full income. Household. Yes. 
Okay, got so, it. so some some people. families okay, it's it. two so people, some right, people so it's one people. Sorry, then people I'm going to double that. Then I'm going to say 130,000. No, you, you you skipped right 200. to the middle. It's 81,000. Oh. Oh, okay. Which I would assume is probably a little higher than average. I would For assume. a household? Yeah, I would assume that's higher than average. I guess I'm thinking New York. I'm, I'm New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, your, with, your, your with your coastal privilege. You know, there's Is some it? good hardworking Americans out there that are able to survive and feed their family off of just 60 grand a year together. Yeah, but 60 grand. Highfalutin New York prices. It's all relative, though. Like 60 grand in most of America's is really great. Yeah, and, that's what uh, I mean. And we'll, and we'll, get you, we'll get you pretty far along. Whereas 100 grand in New York is going to, is, is probably going to kick you in the dick more times than not. <laughs> it's like you'd sooner take that 60 grand in the middle of the country. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are uh, trying to work from home <laughs> for places yeah. that are in the coast. So it's yeah, a good it's strategy. Perspective. Yeah, it's a good strategy if they let you do it. Yeah, but um, I still love New York. You know, at the end of the day, that's the that's the cost of convenience and not having a car because you don't have to pay you don't have to pay for uh, auto insurance. You don't have to pay for gas. You don't have to pay for, to change your tires or or fix your brakes. Some guy's gonna just tell you all the shit that's wrong with you, and you're like, all right, fine, here's three thousand dollars. That doesn't happen. Instead, if you take the train, one hundred twenty bucks, you're done for the month. It's a pretty good deal. Wow, it's one hundred twenty bucks now. It was eighty one. <laughs> When I first got to New York, yeah, times have changed. Yeah, eh, it's not 120. It's something. It's somewhere around like 100 bucks. Yeah, it goes up. But even still, relatively speaking, to the cost of a car, so that that but but that immediately gets displaced by rent. Yeah, you pay for it one way or the other. Like, I, it's yeah. more expensive to live in New York than most other places. I think that's a fair sure. assumption. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, San Francisco, I think, is the only city that's got us beat. Yes, living in San Francisco is rough. It's very in the in the U.S. in the U.S. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, anyway, so yeah, still down here. Um, it's been good to be joined by uh, by my uh, by my sister, brother in law, and my my niece and nephew. They're coming down in about. Um, let's see. They're they're supposed to be here in about nine hours from the time I'm recording this. So yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, we got to wrap this up so you can get your rest. Yeah, it'll be all right. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of off the wagon. I'm off the I'm off the food wagon. Whenever I'm down here, I eat I eat an excessive amount of ice cream and sure. uh, and sweet breakfasts. It's not just the weekend the usual. reserve that I that I tend to do when I'm uh, when I when I'm home. So I just kind of let myself go. Now I I will say I had a so for breakfast today I had a uh, it was a coconut. Let's see. Toasted coconut French toast with caramelized uh, caramelized pineapple. And let me tell you something. I was disappointed. I was disappointed, and I think the only reason I was disappointed is because I've done it better myself. What does that mean? What does that make me? I mean... Uh... Trying to find nice words to say. I don't know. It makes you a connoisseur. Why don't you, why don't you say? Why don't you say honest words? Use use some honest words. Don't worry about the niceties. Just give me the honest words. Makes you a jerk. <laughs> All right. Because who else is making pineapple <laughs> caramelized whatever whatever at home? So now let me explain. I get it. Now there is not one caramelized pineapple in this French toast. I got I got diced 
raw pineapple. Am I still a jerk? They false advertised. So wait. Yeah. So it was raw pineapple. Uh-huh. I mean, is what what other type of pineapple is there other than raw pineapple? Well, you would caramelize it. You would actually right. like, you know, cook it. So you're so just, you're just upset just that there was no caramelization process in the pineapple. You just got a bunch of pineapples from a can. I mean, well, no, I don't know if it was from a can. I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. There was fresh. I guess it was pineapple from a can. Wasn't, it's I very guess. possible. But does like, does pineapples on, grow like, in Ocean City, New Jersey? Uh, no, I don't know. The answer is no. I don't the know. What, no. no, I mean, I don't think any fruit grows in Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, Maybe an apple, but I'm just something. I guess. Um, but all I'm saying is, like, if you're going to say you have caramelized pineapple. I want to see some charring. I want to see some some like overcooked pineapple in there just to show that there was that effort. You know, it's not hard to caramelize pineapple. And if you're not going to do it, just say there's pineapple here, not caramelized pineapple. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Now, I didn't say anything to them. So you say I'm a jerk because I because I, I, that's what I said. I give I look, I ate it. All right. I ate it. I didn't hate it. It was solid. It was OK. But I'm just saying my expectations of what it was versus what I got and also the false advertising of lack of caramelized pineapple. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. Sure. I was upset. Yeah. 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 That's it. I did have some other, uh, did have some great breakfasts while it's down here. Also had what I stand by as being one of the best ice cream flavors on the planet, which is at a place called Hobby Horse and it's peanut butter pie ice cream. And it is delicious peanut butter and ice cream will, will work almost every time it's hard to mess that up yeah peanut butter ice cream is great um underrated is it underrated or is it do you uh, think it's adequately rated i don't know is it rated at all so maybe it is underrated it's one yeah, of those things people, that you get and you don't think about it but it's not chocolate vanilla strawberry is peanut butter no it's probably mint right mint chocolate chip would be next out of the most common ice cream flavors then cookies and cream then Let's cookie see, dough, most, and then cream. peanut butter, maybe? Most popular ice cream flavors. Here we go. Dream Vanilla, scoops. Chocolate. Uh, here we go. 2019. That's fair. That's pre-Pando. You ready? You want to mm-hmm. go? You want Top 10. Count it. Go. Vanilla. Yep. Number one. Yep. Chocolate number two. Yep. I'll tell Strawberry you what. number three. <laughs> it's not. Wow. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's an old school. That's the that's the old trifecta, the big ice cream tub you get, and it's got a strawberry flavor in there, the one that gets touched last. Uh, yeah. Next, next is it a, a is it a combination? Oh, I have. Uh, so this is 2019s. They also have 2020s as well. Give me all right. Take the new one then. I'm gonna say all it's right, still we'll take the new one. Okay. And, so then still vanilla and chocolate. Okay. So you actually flipped those chocolates. Number one. Wow. Look at that. The yeah. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Then Turns strawberry is number three, so I will okay. I'll give you that. All right, okay. now, go now ahead, number, number four. four is it a combination of flavors or is it sort of a blended um, together? Yeah, you know what you I've I've seen this on a Briars on a Briars box before, but yeah, caramel? I'd say it's uh no what okay. no no well like caramel like the, when you get the chunks that's, in that's there too, whatever it's called yeah that's like that's the, too bougie you told you're talking about like toffee chunks yeah. But but again, yeah, I, I would say like mint, 
Like mint yeah, chocolate number, chip would be next, four. right? That's exactly okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's number four. Mint chocolate chip. What's number yeah. five? For me, it's cook. It's got to be cookies and cream or cookie dough. Okay, so last year cookies and cream was number three. Okay. This year, cookies and cream number eight. Number eight. Wow. So where's cookie dough on this? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough is number seven. Number seven. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm hitting in the top ten here. Yeah. 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 Um. Hmm. Don't throw any more in there. So they got 14 here. I'm trying to think of some other ice cream flavors. <laughs> All right. So let me, let me just run down the yeah, list. Yeah. Number five, butter pecan. Don't know where that oh, came from. But oh, that's old cool. people ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice cream my parents used to buy so we wouldn't eat it. <laughs> well, they surveyed 20,000 yeah. 20, people. So 20,000. Yeah, Americans, that's the ice cream so, flavor. Uh, that's a pro tip. If you're, if you're, if you're an adult, if you're a parent and you don't want your kids eating your ice cream, Buy butter pecan. No, no one. The kids oh won't my touch God. it. They See, won't I got, touch. I got the ace. I got the ace up my sleeve for it, which basically keeps ninety nine percent of my immediate surrounding people, which is matcha. No one wants it. Yeah, yeah that it. and that's not even on the All top right. fifty. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not in America. Uh, number six. This is bullshit because number six is other. Oh, what boo? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's All that's right. weak. So he said number seven is cookie dough, number eight, yep. cookies and cream, <clears throat> number nine, Rocky Road, number 10, okay. coffee. You know what? Which... I'm surprised that Rocky Road's not higher. I'm surprised. that didn't... Now, maybe 30 years ago, Rocky Road would have been higher, but I think the kids are the kids are out of out of flavor with yeah. Rocky Road. I guess. Um, coffee is number 10. Coffee? Uh, not, a, not a fan. Yeah, coffee ice coffee cream. ice cream. Okay. So right. ice cream is like, look, they can make an ice cream at any I, And flavor. I like coffee. You know, I like the taste of coffee. Oh, then you'd like coffee ice cream? Maybe. I've never had it before. Chocolate chip, number 11. Okay. Okay. Uh, chocolate chip, by the way, seems like some is, is for somebody who wants to get vanilla and is just kind of self-conscious that they're just getting the plain vanilla. Now, now I would say, based on the list you're reading, peanut butter is definitely underrated. I think we can say that based on what you've just read. Yeah, I mean, pistachio peanut butter needs to be top is two. number 12. Now, now, a good pistachio ice cream is pretty dog- doggone good. Now, I have a problem with pistachio, which is the same problem I have with mint, is that when I see it, it's not matcha. Yeah, fair enough. It, when it, I see it matcha, feels... I, think of, I think of pistachio or mint. Yeah, I feel tricked. That's all I'm saying. Number 13, Neapolitan. <laughs> but Neapolitan's a cheat because that's all yeah. that's chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla put together. Yeah, that's true. Number 14, birthday cake slash cake batter. Ugh. No, get out of here with that. Yeah, so peanut butter's not on this list. And yeah. uh, peanut butter's underrated then. I underrated, think we've answered underrated. our own question. Yes, we've answered our own question. It's underrated. Exactly. So so people get out there. If you haven't had peanut butter ice cream, you know, you have homework. Get it, and you're welcome. So anyway, now I want ice cream, but it's too late for that. But I will have some. I'm going to get that peanut butter pie ice cream again before I leave the state yeah. slash county. I'm, I'm in the state constantly. Anyway, uh, I got a couple stories here. Okay. Some news. Um, and uh, yeah, just just two. So we're, we're just going to barrel through these. And I'm yep, going to say they are it. two. So your, your choices, two types of chaos, right? We got chaos in the air and we have chaos at the registers. I think Which I one, know chaos in the air. Like? I think I know this story. I yeah, want, you do. 
I want the the, the chaos in the what'd you say at the register at the, the register yeah at the register okay yeah that one then okay reading from Fast Company because it's uh, because of its brevity this was written four days ago which is great because this is I guess has been going on for a while I didn't know it was a thing until I came down here with my mom and she pays for things with cash I don't do that so here we are. Your, Why your, mother is a, your mother's coin... a real one. Don't let them track you. <laughs> They'll find other ways. It's okay. Why is, why is the coin shortage back? Here's what you can do to get real change into circulation again. Welcome to the Great American Coin Shortage 2.0. Yes, it's still because of COVID-19 pandemic, but it won't last forever. Here we go. So yeah, there's a, there's a coin shortage in America. Did you know this? No, I did not know this. Yeah, I didn't either. Okay. The hashtag the hashtag get coin moving is back because your pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters aren't. This is the great American coin shortage 2.0, and the culprit is, you guessed it, the COVID-19 pandemic. Like during the summer of 2020, there's been a decrease in normal circulation of U.S. coins due to business closures. Last June, the Federal Reserve put temporary caps on orders for coins. It reinstated those caps in May because coin circulation wasn't back to normal yet. The the shortage has impacted nearly every type of consumer-facing retail outlet, from a Twin City area donut shop to a national chain drugstore's outpost in northern New Jersey. Don't pin this coins, coins are hotter than Bitcoin mentality in the U.S. Mint, though. According to the Fed, the Mint is operating at full production capacity. Last year, it produced 14.8 billion coins, a 24% increase over 2019's batch. The coin shortage won't last forever. Quote, as the economy recovers and businesses reopen, more coins will flow back into retail, retail and banking channels and eventually into the Federal Reserve, which should allow for the further rebuilding of coin inventories available for recirculation, end quote, the Fed says. The U.S. Coin Task Force, that's like, got to be the most boring task force, right? Has gotta to be. be. Has to be. Yeah. The U.S. Coin Task Force, founded last July. Oh, my God. And they're brand I mean, new. Some people, love co- some people love collecting coins, though, so maybe it's somebody's dream job. Go find yeah, those I don't coins. Trust, I don't trust those people. Anyway, the, the U.S. Coin Task Force, that's not true. I've got nothing against coin collectors. I think I went to. Didn't I go to a coin collecting collection thing one time? <laughs> didn't I talk about that? <laughs> uh, if you did, it's news to me. I think I went to one at the Javits Center. I went to like a, a coin convention. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, the <laughs> I think I talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm the sure US someone will remember. Ta- someone will remember and tell you. Yeah, someone with a better memory than me. The U.S. Coin Task Force, founded last July, which includes the Fed, the Mint, the American Bankers Association, and representatives from the coin aggregator and retail industries, point out that there is an estimated $48.5 billion in coin already in circulation, but a lot of it isn't making the rounds. Instead, it is collecting dust in people's wallets or car cup holders and on, the, and on their dressers or kitchen tables. To help get coins moving again and to aid businesses that are cash transaction heavy, the task force is asking people to spend them or exchange them at a bank or kiosk. As recently as last week, David Ryder, director of the U.S. Mint, was talking about how Americans can help coins get back into circulation. That's it. That's the whole article. Um, all I want to ask you is, um, when, when are we going to be done with this shit? 
you know? Well, in New Zealand, we're already done with it. Pulling out cash is like, it's like a relic from the past in this country. It's been that way as long as I've lived here. Like I contactless payment. You you used it everywhere. Your little watch. You were running around yep. with your little watch, tapping the tapping little screen. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, wow, what's tap, that? Tap, tap through, yeah. Because you can do that with your credit card. I've always been able to do that since I got down here. Like you just, it's called pay wave. You just wave your card over this thing. It takes your money. You walk away. I pay wave and leave. I don't even wait for the transaction to go through because I'm like, I'm good for it. <laughs> do you keep cash in your wallet? No, I don't yeah. have any. I've wow. got no, I've got basically no New Zealand money. Um, the only time I take money now is for the train. And that's the only system here in this country that's like in the stone age. There's like, you have to give someone who's clipping tickets money to take the train in this country instead of a swipe card or a tap card or any other. I mean, look, how many countries have we been that have a train, right? That we've been to a yeah. lot. And all of them give you this cool little car that you swipe, you tap, tap, tap. It gives you a ride. There's not someone tro- trolling the halls of the of the carriages to come clip your ticket. Uh, except for this country, which is weird. New Zealand's a weird place because in some places, right, there's no cash. Other places, it's like, well, hey, tickets, please. It's like, wait, what is this? You haven't figured this out yet? So, yeah, it's odd. Um, but, yeah, I don't have, I don't carry around cash, really. I used to. The only, I carried around cash when I lived in New York more than any other place. Because New York was the really? one place that when I lived there, there were plenty of places that were like, yeah, we'd only take cash, cash only. Because it was people yeah. probably putting the money in their pocket. Maybe. In good form. It's still... It's rare now, actually. I'd say it's it's definitely an exception to the rule. Japan was the biggest surprise that there was yeah, that a lot of cash of places in that didn't that did not take credit, and then you're just yeah. walking around the street jangling like yeah. the whole time. A lot of cash, and their nothing their is worse as well. Excessive. The good thing is New Zealand also rounds up or rounds down. So if yep. your final total, because there's no penny here. Right, I don't even think there's a five cent piece. To be honest, there might be. But we're supposed to get rid of the penny. The U.S. How often have we said we're going to get rid of the penny? Also, like you're making the, you're yeah. making fourteen point eight billion coins. The worst feeling in the world is when you what go to like a drugstore and the final total is like four dollars and two cents. Oh yeah, and you give them a five, <laughs> and then the person sits there counting out the coins, and yeah. it got to the point where I said, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want your change. I'd much rather you just round down and give me a dollar back. Is it really going to kill you that you give me 98 cents in change that, like you said, is going to jingle around in my pocket? Or are you just hoping I just donate and donate it to the thing that you have next to the, to the, to the counter and just put the change in there? Like, why do you not just round down or round up? Right? Like when you you say you, when you, when you say you, you're talking about this guy at the counter. No, I'm talking about the businesses, like the the oh, companies, the right? Yeah, sure. Like yeah. the register, yeah. if it says four ninety seven, just make it five bucks. We were in a store, a local store, and this guy was like, "Yeah, coin shortage is real." This is when I first heard about it. I looked up a story to talk about this, and he's like, "I," he's like, "The only coins I can get were half dollars, half dollars." <laughs> guy had a whole bunch of half dollars. Sacagaweas? What? What? No, those are dollars. When have you ever seen? A half dollar. I don't even know who's on the half dollar. 50 cent piece? You know, we got 50 cent actually, pieces here. You know what? I'm going to admit it. I don't know who's on most of the chain. <laughs> I know Abraham Lincoln's on the penny. You know? Somebody know, asked uh, me what, what money is Alexander Hamilton on? Mm-hmm. Someone asked me. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what the answer is? <laughs> I'm like, you know what the thing is? 
I'm I'm looking at like this image of a bunch of coins, and uh, I know who like two of these bros are, and that's it. So no, I I don't think he's on a coin. I just know that Hamilton's on the tin. Oh, okay. It's weird, right? Because how often do you like in states? I would say we think of ones, fives, twenties, and a hundreds. Yeah, let but me 10, ask you a question. Ten in the fifty get left out, right? They yeah, just do. who's on the? I don't think of who's on who's on uh who's on the dime. Ooh, so Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> on the penny because it's black. Yeah, I said that already. Washington's <laughs> on the quarter. <laughs> right. Um, who's on the nickel? <laughs> is it no? Is it is it hey, Jackson? No, no, no. Is Jackson you on the nickel? You... <laughs> You don't get to reverse the question. Who answer the question, Senator? Who's on the dime? <laughs> who's on the dime? I don't know. I have no idea who's on the dime. Is 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 <laughs> Andrew Jackson on the nickel? <laughs> Franklin Roosevelt is on the dime. I would have never guessed that. And uh, Thomas Jefferson is on the nickel. Thomas Jefferson's on the nickel. Okay. Yeah. Quarters yeah, yeah. Washington. Mm-hmm. Sacagawea's on the dollar. <laughs> Sometimes, unless it's Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, you know who's on so the who's half on dollar? the fifty. So who's on the fifty cent piece then? I just looked it up. Curtis Why don't Jackson. You guess? <laughs> How'd you know it's Curtis Jackson? <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It is a it is it is a president who has something in common with Abraham Lincoln. <sighs> I mean, there's only one guy that freed the slaves. Let's see. Yeah, what else does he have in this. common with Lincoln? Lincoln chopped down cherry. No, that was George Washington that chopped down a cherry tree, right? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln wore, had a stove stovetop hat. He killed vampires. Yep. He got sh- she, okay. He got shot in a the movie theater. So, how many presidents have been assassinated? Three. Mm-hmm. Like attempted assassination. It's more because somebody tried yeah, to kill Reagan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he lived. Mm-hmm. And Kennedy. So my guess is going to be Kennedy. That's correct. John F. Look Kennedy at that. is Look at on that. the half dollar. Put my history together. There you go. And I don't know if they're still putting out Sacagawea dollars. Are Sacagawea coins still in circulation? Um, just say yes or no. Come on, Google. I asked the question. <laughs> just just like, say yes well, or no. Let me tell you this very long article about all these things, and then I'll tell you the answer. Yeah, um, they're still doing it. Oh, collectors, collectors only. Uh, okay, so let's see. Mean? Dollar coin US. Got to see. Got to see what's on it here. Yeah, I guess they don't. They don't print dollar coins anymore. So I guess for me, and it, and look in 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 New Zealand, right? We've got the dollar. We've got the dollar coin and the two dollar coin. Oh wait, hang on a second. On July, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna read a sentence, and I don't. I and this is gonna blow your mind. On July twentieth. 2018, President Donald Trump signed the American Innovation $1 Coin Act into law. I never, I don't know what that is, Man, <laughs> but that's so a thing that apparently happened. He did so many things that just didn't matter. The program calls for the release of four new coins each year from 2019 through 2032 to, quote, to honor innovation and innovators by issuing $1 coins for each of the 50 states the District of Columbia, and the five U.S. territories, Puerto Rico, Guam, American Samoa, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, and the Northern Mariana Islands, and quote. 
the introductory coin commemorating George Washington signing the country's first patent into law was released in December 2018. The coins are currently only being minted by collectors. Okay, so that was a waste of time. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I think the way that Canada does it, the way that the that New Zealand does it, get rid of the dollar, get rid of the $2, two dollar bill that no one uses, uh, get rid of the penny. I'd even argue get rid of the nickel. Ten ridiculous fifty dollar two dollar coins. That's it. Everything else is gone. If you whoa, whoa, otherwise whoa, whoa, whoa. what? What? The tenth coin, which was put into circulation, was New Hampshire, and it was and it it was meant to honor the in game video game systems. Wait, in game uh, video game systems? What does that mean? In home, sorry, in home video oh, game systems. Okay. So it's like a very uh it it's pretty wild. This thing's nuts. This is, this is crazy. I mean, this you want one, this don't thing you? that he, I kind of want one, but it's really <laughs> stupid. You want one, like the I, I I don't like I don't know how many of these were actually put into circulation. Like I don't even know what I'd do if I found one. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, right, but you look at liberty. these coins. All right, so Trump's out here releasing coins. Maybe that's why. Maybe we're too busy releasing all these coins. This is, this is like the time. quarter, right? When they released a quarter for every state. Now they're just doing it for a dollar coin for every state. Yeah, but they weren't just for collectors. They actually did it. Now you find all yeah. these uh, quarters. But I, I still, look, I'm against this whole policy. That thing's kind of cool for reasons. I mean, it's fine. But, um, you know, it's not as cool as this. What is this? This is like the, the telescope one. That one's pretty dope. Oh, telescope. Yep. The telephone. You got yeah. ro- ro- Now that the- rotary design on a coin is kind of cool if it actually has indentations in it yeah i would hope so otherwise i mean it also kind of it, it, when it was small i i didn't know it looked like a satyr plate <laughs> but it's not it's a uh it's a tel- it's a rotary telephone yeah so all right um yeah i just i i never use cash so, so what's going to be mississippi's innovation what have they innovated Oof. i guess they've you, got um, i guess they got three i can't, years I can't ask that out. question you, you know I, yeah. you know i can't ask that question yeah, I guess I got three years to figure it out. I mean, you got a whole lot of states here. Yeah. What's what's Alaska got? Igloos? Some oil mess, right? Did some oil pipeline or or, or polar bear uh, polar bear flying a, a jet? Um, have you seen that? I, I think we've talked about this before about the uh, that hockey team that had like the the intro the intro to their games was like a polar bear fight flying a fighter jet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing was cool. Yeah, so that's what. How have they not made a full-length feature film about that? <laughs> about that? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Netflix. Get on it. You sign yeah. literally everything. Sign I, that. I mean, give it time. Polar <laughs> bear flies a jet. Yeah. What more do you need than that? There's a pitch. Vin Diesel voices the polar bear. <laughs> or, or Sylvester Stallone. Either of those two guys. Or Bradley Cooper, right? Those, those are the three voiced actors <laughs> of our time. Apparently, or um, H. John Benjamin. Yeah, those three, and it's just going to sound him or or the dude that always sounds like himself. Uh, him and what's what's that dude's name? The dude with the hair. Um, the that everyone loves hair. because he's on a bunch of podcasts. You you love him. H. He's got John crazy Benjamin? looking hair. No, and he sounds the same. Crazy what's look- that dude's name? You you know what he sounds like. He sounds the same in everything that he's in. Whether it's real life or cartoon form, he's always the same character himself. Uh, Jason Jason Matazuski. 
Oh, Jason Manzukis. Whatever. He's the same character yeah. in everything. That dude has no range. He's just himself. Oh. And then you're going to say, wonderful. but he's great. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's great. I can see him voicing a polar bear flying a, flying yeah, a fighter jet. Absolutely. Why not? He can anyway, voice everything else. Right. Anyway, point is, we got we to gotta stop with this coin shit. It's got to go away. That's all I'm trying him. to say. Let's get rid of him. Go away. How do you solve the coin shortage? Get rid of coins. Get rid of them. Yeah. Stop making them. Don't need it. Start Use, use credit cards like an adult. You know, get your points, pay your bills on time. Don't pay interest. Pretty simple, right? Is it that hard? Sure. <laughs> you know how many, you know how many, point, you know how many points I got? You know how many points I got? Because you can't go anywhere. So you got a ton of points. I got a lot of points. I haven't even used all my little travel incentives through Chase this year because I haven't gone anywhere. So Me neither. I'm just I took an Uber hemorrhaging. and they were like, hey, we're paying for this. I'm like, whoa, I still have travel credit? That's crazy. So Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hemorrhaging fees. It's wonderful. All right, let's move on. Speaking of travel, look at that. Reading from, again, for brevity, because the people that went deep into this story, I can't, I, I can't get over it. And then also this place, this story just goes places at the end, which is interesting like it, this is one of those stories where at the end they give you some information where it's like this i don't know why you're telling me this reading from click because why not passenger duct taped to a seat on florida flight after groping attendance police say and this is exactly what you thought it was going to be right yep i've heard of this story i'm aware of this story. i i sent you the video yeah but i'm aware i was aware of it before you sent it to me Great. And then Greg sent us this as well, so we have to talk about it. Maxwell Berry, 22, of Ohio, arrested Frontier employees on paid leave. An Ohio man was arrested in Florida over the weekend after being accused of groping two female flight attendants and punching a male flight attendant during a flight from Philadelphia to Miami, officials say. Maxwell Berry, 22, of Norwalk, Ohio, was arrested Saturday at Miami International Airport and charged with three counts of misdemeanor battery, according to a Miami-Dade police report. Barry had two drinks while on the Frontier Airlines flight and ordered another drink, police say. Barry brushed an attempt to an empty cup against the backside of a flight attendant who then told him not to touch her, officials said. At some point, Barry spilled a drink on his shirt, went to the bathroom, and came out shirtless, the report said. A flight attendant helped him get another shirt from his carry-on. Police said that, af- said that after walking around for 15 minutes, Barry allegedly groped the chest of two female flight attendants. They called a male flight attendant over to watch Barry, who punched him in the face, officials said. The flight attendant and nearby passengers restrained Barry in a seat with duct tape and a seatbelt extender, the report said. This is probably the worst written article I've ever read. <laughs> yes. Frontier, but I mean, hey, you know what? You got to go by what the report said. Without the report said, that's what it said. You know, they're just, they're just trying to be thorough about the source, which is the report. Frontier Airlines released a statement saying that they are working with law enforcement to prosecute the passenger. The flight attendants have been placed on paid leave pending an investigation. Barry was freed on $1,500 bond. Online court records didn't list any an attorney. Here, this is where the story gets weird. They just throw this in at the end, like as a little little extra for you. Meanwhile, a Florida woman is facing multiple charges after police say they took her off a plane at the Rapid City Regional Airport for exposing herself and becoming unruly. And then, as another non sequitur, 
Misty, uh, oh no, wait, sorry, this is the same one. This goes into details. Misty Justice Watkins, 41, of Daytona, of Daytona Beach Shores, was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct, indecent exposure, assaulting a law enforcement officer, and unlawful occupancy, the Rapid City Journal reported. Finally, this, this story wraps up. The Federal Aviation Administration says there have been 3,615 unruly passengers reports in a year-to-date ana- analysis, many of which are related to wearing face masks. Anyway. So I mostly heard about this because there have been lots of reports about bad behavior on flights since mm-hmm. we started returning flying. Like really bad, like this type of behavior. That's right. And I'm still wondering why they offer alcohol on a flight that's less than five hours. Why? People got a drink. People got anxiety. People, uh, you know, they're afraid of flying. And they also behave poorly when they drink. This is true. Because I've never heard a story about any of this with when someone's sober. Ever. Mm. Like, maybe there's an argument about overhead compartment or an argument about a middle seat. But no one gets groped when there's no alcohol involved that I'm aware of, right? Mm. So I would just ban alcohol on any flight. You know what? I would ban on any alcohol on any flight that's not international. Oh, so you're you're trying to you're trying to stomp on our freedoms. Yes. Now that you're because you're because your freedoms now you that you're can't. In, now that you're living in communist New Zealand. That's right, because you can't handle your freedoms is the problem. Under uh whatever her name is, Jacinda Hussein Ardern. <laughs> well they've been calling her <laughs> Stalin here. Stalin. Really? Get it right. Yeah. Get it Why? right. Why? Uh, because she's liberal. I mean, I don't have a good reason of why they're calling her Stalin. Um, she wants to tax. She wants to tax cars that use diesel fuels and petrol, and give tax oh. rebates to electric cars. A couple of problems with that. New Zealand's electric infrastructure isn't there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So great, I get an electric car, but where do I plug this thing in at if I'm not at home? And yeah, but that's where you two, get, that's where you get the incentives. You you get there. Yeah, but sure. But I'm I'm given the other side of the argument of why people are calling her Stalin. Okay, and sure, she sure. wants to start taxing people and the farmers specifically. She wants to tax them for using, you know, for using four wheel drive vehicles and trucks. So mm-hmm. they're basically saying, You're trying to take our money to go pay for social services that we don't need. So yeah. I mean it's it's the Got same it. everywhere, right? It's kind of the same. Just yeah. different degrees of crazy. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So what do, what do you so yeah, you're right. Um a lot of people are getting wild with these uh with the masks. And whatnot. Although in the flights I've been on, and granted, there's just been two, uh, everybody's been pretty cool. Everybody's been cool. Now there was this one dude when I was flying out to and sitting when I was flying out to Portland and was sitting on the runway for four hours, uh, who was getting very aggravated, but he got over it pretty quickly. He was having some drinks, and yeah. uh, then he passed out. So sometimes drinks are good. <laughs> no, I just think of the flights. If it's a domestic flight. Shouldn't be allowed to drink. Just no. Just don't serve alcohol. And then you know what? I bet you they'll do this soon. Well, you're just not allowed to. They just won't serve alcohol on the flight. So yeah, but on the other hand, you kind of you you could weed out some of these scumbags, right? Kind of put a, put a little check on them. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, well, if you got to end again, you should really watch the video of this if you haven't seen it. Oh, when I did. You say duct tape to a seat. That's Literally. not figurative. That's literal. No. Like mm-hmm. the guy is sitting there with a roll of tape going around yeah. the going around and around and around and around <laughs> the seat. As this guy kind of sits there with his arms to his side and they duct taped him in place into that seat. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Peacemaker? George yeah. George Clooney did this to a guy about, you know, 
halfway through the movie. And he's, as he's doing it, they're like, Nicole Kidman's yelling at him, this is your plan? This is your big plan? He's like, yep, this is my plan. And he's just like, duct tape this dude to a chair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, like, what I I thought it was was a pretty fun video to watch, you know? Sucks for. It's a fun uh, video to watch. Can you imagine being on that flight? Yeah, it'd be. Wild. It'd be awful, right? It'd be but awful. There wasn't you don't want to be on, on the flight. flight. It was a pretty it's a empty ton of people. flight. And especially like I get pretty irritated now because flying during holiday times, it's like amateur hour, right? It just is. It's like amateur hour. Like the non-professional people want to want to drive like, you know, when you're when you're flying like super early in the morning or you're flying on like re- weird times of the year, it's like it's professional hour, right? People who fly often for business, people who know how to get on a flight quickly. Summertime, Christmas time, Thanksgiving time, it's amateur hour. And it's super frustrating to watch people who don't fly often not have their ticket ready to be scanned when they get on the plane, not have their passport when they're flying international, you know, fiddle with the overhead compartment, take up space in the aisle while they're trying to put their crap away. Like that type of stuff is super irritating. And so I'm not going to be able to take this if I'm flying in the summer and a guy's drunk and he's an amateur at this. It's just not, I'm just going to sit there and go like, man, this is why I do not fly during these times. Putting of year. your jacket, putting your jacket and your small bag in addition to your carry on. All of it. All of it. Just like, there's so like, many amateur rules of flying. They're, they're awful. And this is why I, <laughs> this is why I, I've become a, a heavily used, a heavy user of first class when I used to fly often right now, I, I've got to regain my statuses and stuff. Even yeah. though they're sort of holding on to them, but the chances of us flying anytime soon, like really flying internationally, I think mine expires. Mine expires at the end of the year. Yeah, but that's you know, like I was, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pay an extra. It's worth an extra, uh, extra couple of bucks to not be yeah, bothered by sitting bucks. in first class. Another, yeah, an extra couple of bucks, of bucks to yeah, not be bothered just, by the people who are amateurs. Talking about this. privilege, people coming to Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I just I think and that you're they calling just, the upgrades yeah. of first class just a couple bucks. It's a couple bucks. So they shouldn't. Uh-huh. They they just shouldn't serve alcohol. Like just don't serve uh-huh. alcohol. So or uh, yeah. you know, people should just be better and not groping flight attendants. How about just don't do that? And, well, I, um, I agree with that. Like keep your hands to yourself. And I and I and I like the solution of duct taping people to their chairs. Like it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> Like, yeah. What else are you gonna do? You're gonna restrain this guy? Like, how? Here's an option. This is what we got. We got duct tape. Yeah, I mean it's pretty Front, pretty straightforward, frontier. right? Here's some this duct is what tape. happens when you when you fly Frontier or Spirit. They don't have an air marshal. They got duct tape. That's that's their Liam Neeson. Okay, that's what they got. So you can you can start getting a ruley. You're gonna get the duct tape. You're gonna get duct tape to a chair. Yeah, and the fact that this guy really tried to fight this this flight attendant was no small man. Yeah, the flight attendant was big. This guy didn't. A big stand guy. A he was a big guy, and I watched him throw a couple of punches, and that dude didn't stand a chance. Um, yeah. So yeah, this guy probably won't be flying anytime soon. Um, and look, and it's always the destination locations, right? He's going to Miami, or if you're going to Vegas, or you're going to L.A. Mm-hmm. Normally is where you get the people on poor behavior. <laughs> the rate of party. Also. Uh, it's when you do that and you fly Frontier or Spirit or any of these other budget airlines. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, budget if you're on that flight, yeah, you kind of did that to yourself. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That yeah. happens, though. You get, you're going to, it's a wild card. Those are the buses of the sky. 
You're going to get the crazies. <laughs> They're the greyhounds of the sky. Exactly. Yeah. In some ways, greyhound might be a little, might be even a step up from these because at least they have free Wi-Fi. Yeah. All right. Anything else on that one? No, that's it. All right. You just sent me a thing. Do we want to talk I about did, this? I did because I, I want to talk about this. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we can talk about this now. Do, unless you have any political news. No, I was I was going to bring up something about uh, you know Andrew Cuomo, but I couldn't find an article that summarizes it. But uh, next week, you know, we can do it next, next week, week once it's so. Basically, Andrew Cuomo, everyone's asking him to resign because more people are coming out saying he's sexually harassed him. So there you go. <laughs> and and honestly, probably true. Yeah, probably is true. So he probably needs to go. Yeah. Um, but you know what? No one cares about CNN anymore because Trump's gone. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched CNN in like seven months because why? Um. So I sent you a link because mm-hmm. we've talked about this event before, and it's an event that happens here in Wellington every year yeah, in, in August, August, September, Love called it. Burger Wellington, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So all the restaurants around the city, they, you know, put on a special meal and a special burger that pairs with a beer. So a lot of people try to go around and eat as many of these burgers as they can because it's only on for a month, maybe. It might even be less than a month, might be like three weeks. You have to pair with a beer? Yeah, so it is paired with a beer. You don't have to get the beer. But it's sponsored by a beer company that basically says, hey, we're pairing this, you know, this beer with, um, you know, with this burger. That's kind of how it goes. You get the burger and the beer normally cost you around 25 to 30 bucks. Oh, gross. What is this? I this is what I wanted to ask. I wanted you to go through some of these burgers as I'm stalling for time. And is there any burgers yeah. that you see that are interesting? Because I'll get Alice to eat them because I'm not eating meat still. <laughs> so I'll get her to oh. But you suck. I'm in, flamingo, I'm interested. Flamingo I'm, I'm, Flamingo yeah. Joe's. Okay. So the burger at Flamingo Joe's. Um You want to describe this for me as I find it? Uh yeah. It's got like a metallic purple bun. Uh, I'll just Ooh. read the uh, read the actual thing. Grass-fed beef patty with onion rings, smoked cheddar, colored, because that's how you spell it, clowns, colored, <laughs> papadom. I don't even know what that is. Papadom? What is, what is papadom? I don't even know what that is. I don't know what a papadom is either. <laughs> what the hell is a papadom? It's an Indian uh, dish. Oh, this stuff's delicious. It's like the crispy. Oh, so, so, uh, so you know what papadom is in, then. Yeah, it's it's delicious. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what this yeah, is. Okay. Yeah. Basil aioli and house made Jack Daniel sauce. Overrated Jack Daniel sauce. And I and I have only one person to blame for that, and that person is TGI Fridays. <laughs> house made Jack Daniel sauce in a oh shit. Brezelmania? <laughs> yeah, sure. Brezelmania. Brezelmania? Is, is that it like supposed to be like a pretzel? Like a pretzel bun? It says Brezelmania silver potato. Silver potato bun. Brazilmania might might be a brand of bread. It is Brazilmania. It is a it is a bakery in Wellington. Okay, yeah. it's also a closed bakery in Germany. Uh, yes. Silver potato bun with curly fries and burger rings. Um, oh, there's a vegetarian alternative. Plant. All right, look. Patty. If there's a plant based patty, I will eat this. Do you want me to go eat this burger? You want me to go find yeah, it? Yeah, because it's like I want to know okay. if it looks as like cosmically weird as it does. It looks like you're okay, eating a plastic so fl- bun. Fl- Flamingo Joe's is pretty close to the train station, and I know exactly where it is. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go flamingo, there. I'm gonna eat this burger. Not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat um, this burger, and I'll report back. Is there any other burger that you might see? You should pick if you can pick a couple of them. 
I mean, I like, I'll try I like this out. one. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, you know, I love my sweet breakfast, and this one has uh, this one basically made a waffle sandwich. <laughs> but this is not a burger. This is a southern fried chicken with maple glazed bacon. Right. That's a, a sandwich. Chester Road Friday. Right? This is not a burger. It's a sandwich. And that's but the problem with this event respect, is that they sort of I respect, yeah. I respect any any sandwich between a as they say here a Belgian a Bel- Belgium waffle isn't it Belgian waffle? Um, Whatever you're you're looking at different countries, so it could be G- Belgium, it could be Belgian. I believe it's Belgium though. It's Belgium, but when you're describing the waffle, it's Belgian. Sure. Anyway, I mean, look, you're you're the Bel- waffle expert. Yeah, it's a Belgian waffle bun. All right, and I respect that. There's a lot of black buns here, and yes, I've never actually is... tried one myself, but you know, whatever. Oh man, what is this? I mean, Again, I'm looking at one here that's at Panhead, right? Panhead Custom Males. There's the El Chupacabra, right? So I, yeah. I'm not going to eat this, but I do want to see. <laughs> I'm going to send this one to you. I like the name of it. It's called the Chupacabra. Oh man, here we go. So go slow, slow smoked pulled New Zealand lamb, salsa verde, and caramelized shallot patty. Stuffed with beetroot and drunken nanny goat cheese sauce and a seasoned charcoal savory churro bun topped with queso drip, pico de gallo, sour cream, and blue tortilla chips with duck fat confit, agria hand-cut chips, and hot sauce. Yeah. It's excessive. It's a lot. Um, yeah. No, no, no dietary requirements that, that they'll change. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm out of that one. <laughs> okay. Here's one, here's one for you. Yeah. Uh, mainly because it's from the Honey Badger Saloon. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where that is. Glow party. <laughs> this is this is terrifying. Like you got to look at this picture. You got to oh, look at this at picture. This of the Honey Badger Saloon. Yeah, venom smashed chuck and brisket patty with smoked bacon, black black light cheese sauce. So that that means this shit glows. Pickles <laughs> and Baxter's original dragon breath sauce in a bezelmania again with the bezelmania charcoal bun. Like yeah, they love sponsored. this black bun. Is it that where good? Where is this? Where is this place? I'm I'm looking at where this is now. Oh, I know exactly. This is with chili with chili tater tots and sauce. This sounds delicious. Okay, I know where this is. This is on. I don't know about this glow in the. I don't know about this glow in the dark. I don't know about the glow in the dark cheese either. But I'm going to save this one. I'll see if Alice will eat this one. But get get the glow. What do you mean? You're asking me to tell you what to eat, and then I'm giving you, and you're like, "Eh, she might not eat it. Why not? Ah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, because it's it's a it's a human being of free will. (laughs) You can't force her to eat anything. Fair enough. Touche. So she's vaccinated, by the way. So she got a vaccine shot. First shot. First shot, so she's partially. What about you? What about you? No, you, no uh, shots. You anti-vax? You yes. anti-vax now? Yes. Oh, okay. Bold move. No, I am. I, I am in a. I'm in a lower group, so I'll have to wait my turn. You're just too. You're just too young and healthy. Too young Fit. and healthy. Yeah. You so, should. Um, you should pull your um, your Black American card. Isn't that good for something <laughs> over there? That doesn't work here. <laughs> oh, okay. It doesn't work as well. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried it. I haven't pulled out that card in a long time. That Look, card's Don Lemon pulled. says I need to get vaccinated. Now, can I Can I please, can you please give me the shot? <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? So, th- okay. And that's the thing. Here we right? go. Wait, These I, got burgers... one. I got one for okay. you. I got okay. one for you. These goddamn Breslemania people. Yeah, they're killing. Yeah, they've kicked it up a knot. This is wonderful. The Burrow. Lost in a sweet shop. Here we go. Again, not a burger, but... Fried chicken with jalapeno jelly, cheddar, pineapple slaw, and jerk sauce in a Bizzlemania rainbow sprinkle bun with ice cream whippy. What is whippy? <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> it's like is, cream. It's is, like is made it, in a whipped cream. Is it whipped cream? Yeah. 
Okay. Well, God. They really are trying to... They're, like, you realize the distance... The distance between what people think is New Zealand, which is a bunch of people... Which is like a bunch of hobbits being silly. <laughs> and the realities of Whippy. Yeah. Not so far removed. Just saying. You no. know? When silly shit like that and you spell your color with a U... And I know most of the world does that. But I'm just saying. It doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. So there's a couple. Did, did, I throw some out yeah. at you. I'm going to keep looking. Okay. There's so have many you seen, burgers. So I'll, there's I'll, so I'll many report here. back on some of these burgers. I'll, I'm going to try some. And over the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, it's August 1st to 31st. I'll try to have a couple of these. So there is one at the bottom as well. There's, there's, a, oh. there's a dessert burger. I don't know if you saw this one at the end. Is this the Zelati's Dessert Cafe? Yes. That is the one I'm looking at. It is the OBB. I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's not Obaby? That's maybe, but it's OBB. OBB. Okay. You want to read it or you want me to? Sure. So I'll read it. So, queso house made cheddar cheese gelato and crushed pretzel on a glazed ube pan de sal bun oh. topped with roasted black and white sesame with churro fries and dark chocolate dipping sauce. I don't know why they put churro in quotes when they should have put fries in quotes. <laughs> because they're not fries. That's a good point. They're more churro they than are churros. Fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're more churro churros, than fries. They're not, but they're not fries. I guess that makes me a little concerned that they put churro in quote and not fries in quote. So I was like, is this really a churro? Like, what is this? I mean, that's no, that's fine because they're you know they're they're not they're not smart grammatically speaking, but they they might be smart culinarily speaking. Although I don't know how I feel about a cheese gelato. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot but going yeah, on give there. It a shot. Yeah, but there's also, um, it looks like you got a Luther Burger situation going on right above that because um, right above it, you got Willie's Kitchen, which Willie's. is an, ang- yeah, it's a delicious over the top Angus beef patty with smoked cheddar gherkins. All right, that's the, uh, that's the little pickles. They're delicious. <laughs> Red onion, tomatoes, cos. What's cos? COS? Is that just coleslaw? I have no is idea. That, is a guy trying to be cool? Trying tomato to be cool, sauce. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, tomato sauce and house-made aioli in a in a house-made donut bun with burnt <laughs> caramel Jesus. glazing. And there's a vegan alternative. Okay, get that cuz that's a vegan okay. patty, angel food cheddar, vegan crispy carrot bacon, house-made vegan aioli and a vegan donut. All right, I'm going to put Willie's on my list for your vegan palate. You Never mind. I'll stop. You say what you really mean. Say what you really you mean. And other. watch how no, fast I come good. through this microphone and put my <laughs> put my hands around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it is a laugh mic. It's a very small mic. It'll be uncomfortable yes. for you. Yes, and uncomfortable for you. <laughs> that's that's true. So yeah, so there's a couple right, of burgers. So I'll, I'll report back. And Look, at I'm the just, end, I'm they... just overall I, I overall I respect it. All right. Overall I respect this. I like what I see. However, However, I saw one that says Thai pancake. And you know what? Fuck you. That's not a burger. That's not a burger. A, a fried chicken sandwich is not a burger. Like there is a fine line between what a burger is and what is not a burger. And it's pretty easy. If you're a fried chicken sandwich, you're not a burger. I don't think that's crazy. So, so there's also this there's this one from Yoshi Sushi and Bento. Yeah. And it's a katsu meets cheese. So cheesy chicken katsu. With Japanese style slaw, tonkatsu sauce, and cupai mayonnaise, and a zadaya spirulina bun with Parmesan hash sticks and house made teriyaki mayonnaise. 
Is that a burger or is that a sandwich? Sounds like a sandwich. Sounds is like there a, sandwich. a is there a meat patty of sorts in the middle? There's a there's a chicken katsu patty. Yeah, but is it like a ground? It's probably like a fillet. Yeah, it has to be right. Katsu is pretty thin. It's kind of like a schnitzel, but Japanese style in a way. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more like just a like a breading situation. But look at this. Yeah, and good times. Good times food. The Thai pancake. That's literally what they call it. Scotty Scotty's meats chorizos beef patty with pickles, remitakas, pas creamer. I'm not even gonna read any of this shit. The point is, they call it a Thai <laughs> pancake. They don't even call it a burger. All right. Yeah. You're not even trying. Yeah. It's funny because the burger that normally wins is the simplest one. Yeah, um, probably just like a Shake Shack burger, right? Yeah, so if I had to guess, the one that would win, I saw it on here. It was just like a double cheeseburger. <laughs> That's the one I was like, oh yeah, that one's probably going to win because it's, it's probably the best one. Because when you put too much crap on it, it falls apart. And people nothing worse than like having to basically rebuild your burger because what they've built is too much. So here, yeah, the Garden Hotel burger. Right, it's called the Porky. So it's a double pork belly smash, double pork belly smash patty with American cheese, rocket fuel sauce, white onion breakfast sauce, and a Breslemania English muffin bun with tater tots and bacon fat hollandaise. That's the one that'll win. Honestly, underrated English muffin as a as a burger bun. Yeah, I think this this is my winner. The Garden Hotel burger is my winner. That's the one I'm going to say is going to win. Yeah, because you're boring. Because you know what? I think uh, I don't know. Ooh, there's another chocolate one. Chalk Rockin' Beats, the library. This has got like every dessert in one. I, did I take you to the library? Because I no. took you to Hawthorne where you got that cool oh, menu. Oh, wait. You might did have gone to the library. library. Maybe. I don't remember. But you definitely went to Hawthorne, oh. the real swanky place that has I, a cool I say... drink menu. Yeah, we did go to the library. Yes. Look okay. at that picture yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember getting... Uh, I don't remember getting a, this stuff a, though. A dessert burger. You I don't, don't remember, remember getting uh, the, I don't remember getting the chalk rock and beets, which is a roasted fix and fog peanut butter and Whitaker's chocolate brownie patty with cream cheese frosting mayo beet again mayo in quotes. Oh right. So here they're that, see right. this they're actually making that's an correct. effort. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is this is correct. correct. <laughs> beet and raspberry gel ketchup and beet crisp pickles in a Meyer lemon tart and toffee chocolate chunk cookie bun. That sounds that delightful. sounds right up your alley. <laughs> that, that does sounds sound. Like, that sounds it, perfect. If I could write your obituary, that's what it. That's what it would say. <laughs> it's gonna be it's something just... like that. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty good. The only thing it's missing is like some sort of matcha topping. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you put like a matcha ganache and you call it relish. See, I got you the library. You could have that one for free. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought I would bring this up because I think we did this last time. But I'll tr- we'll try a couple of the burgers. And uh, yeah, I'll come come give you some reviews and you can go from there. But I would say this is Wellington's best event, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, it's the event great. that, that gets the most traction. And it's kind of a, an event at your own pace. You can eat one, you can eat 50. Um, All right. But yeah. Now I got I got one question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a place called uh, Baobab Cafe. They okay, are yeah. so from the top one, two, three, four down on the left side. How do you pronounce that burger? <sighs> now I'm going to spell it. I'm going to spell it for everybody who's listening. D W A E J I G O G I. Greg, no helping. Dwaji Gogi? Dwaji Gogi. Gogi. I applaud the effort. I don't know if that's right, but it sounds good. 
can, can Greg come back really and tell us if we pronounced this correctly? Yeah, Greg, let us know how we did. This is another one with a with a very green bun. Dwight Gogi. Spicy Korean Island Bay Butchery pork belly with kimchi slaw and apple chutney in a Zadaya spirulina bun. And the yeah. bun is green. Yeah. Not a burger, but sounds delicious. Cool name. And a cool sounds name. great. Yeah. Although that, that bun looks radioactive. Yes. Yes. Right. But yeah, there's some interesting looking burgers on here. So I'll try a few of them. And uh, I'll come back. I'll come back and I'll have a report. All right. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's move to a little media therapy, shall we? Because I got I got some some things here that may surprise you, may shock you. So first of all, I saw Jungle Cruise. Okay. I watched the movie. Saw it. We had a rainy day last weekend, so I went to go see it, and. That's a really fun movie. I didn't really have many expectations. I was like, this is going to be a silly, silly movie. And it was those things. But Rock's great. Emily Blunt's great. It, I Honestly, I'd probably put this movie on the caliber, probably like, maybe not as good, but pretty close to the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, that's like kind of what this is, execution. right? Yeah, this absolutely. is what this is. Yeah, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, but with the Rock on a boat. <laughs> Pretty much. So I recommend it. If you're looking for okay. a nice, fun, fun jaunt through a jungle with The Rock and Emily Blunt, you could do worse. Yeah, cool. All right. So there you go. And the other thing I watched um, in the last, what, three nights, three days, we basically binged through Ted Lasso. And I know you watched this. Yes, I am watching you Ted watched... Lasso the season two now. And, and I just we, watched and I Ted watched Lasso. All. Yes. And I watched season and I watched the first three episodes of season two because that's what's up. And I I love this show. I this told show, you. I told you. I know you, this. you did. I know I know you did. You did. But you know me and <laughs> watching shows. I just don't do yeah. it. And now I did it. And uh this show might be a per that's first season might be perfect. It's great. <laughs> it's it is, great. It is it's... just like the best. It is just so much fun to watch. It's like it's just good, wholesome fun with a lot of swear words. Yeah. Again, like it's one of those shows where you watch it and it makes you feel good because Ted's yeah. just a genuinely nice human being. <laughs> it's it's great. It's a great show. Yeah. I I told you this seven, eight months ago. And if you haven't yeah, you watched did. Ted Lasso, I recommend it. It's great. It's fun to watch. I do as well. Jason Sudeikis is great. That character is it's great. ridiculous. It's a great character. Um, yeah. But he's just like, you, you expect one of these characters who's like, overly optimistic and like just that good dude who's like always landed on his feet and all that stuff you expect it to be irritating it's kind of like the opposite this is the antithesis of curb your enthusiasm yes that's exact that's a good that's a good way to put it it's and it's yeah the complete opposite of curb your enthusiasm and i stopped watching that show because i just kind of got over it it was just like oh this is just a dick and i just like this awkward humor is just not jive with me anymore same reason i stopped watching it's always sunny it just like mm. wore on me to a point where i was like these guys just suck you know yeah and ted lasso is just the opposite he is great and every character is great in this like ted lasso is the title character but like my favorite character is actually keely in it yeah like the girl who yeah. plays her is awesome every time she's yeah. on screen i know magic is about to happen because she is just wonderful she's basically like the female version of him Ted's, Ted's assistant coach, I think, is my favorite. Beard? 
Coach yeah, Beard. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the best wingman anybody yes. could ever have. Again, that, that show is I, I watched perfectly. that show completely on a whim. And after that first episode, I was I just genuinely <laughs> felt better. I was like, well, that was a lot of fun. And then it just yeah. kept going. And yeah, season two is turning out very fun as well. They're actually getting into a bit of serious topics, but trying to have fun with it is great. So it's a great yeah. show. I'm I'm a big fan of Ted Lasso. So Yeah, it's well, great. That's good. I'm glad you, you watched I, it. I, yeah. Yeah, and I could definitely relate to Ted Lasso as, you know, recently, you know, I work with I work with Lithuanians and uh recently I may or may not have uh made an analogy about Paul Revere and none of them knew who Paul Revere was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then I explained it poorly and briefly. But obviously we don't even know who's on our money, so you yeah. can imagine how that went. Yeah. I can. Anyway, that's all I got. Otherwise, still playing Greedfall and Ease 9. So. All right. So I watched what, Suicide Squad. Have you not seen this yet? No, okay. I have not. I'm hesitant to watch it because I'm sure it's like super violent, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's tough because I know we've got different tolerances. It wasn't violent to the part of being like super gross. It was okay. comic book violent. So, like, okay. none of it looks real, but it's definitely violent. It's a violent, you know, anti-hero movie. Um, mm-hmm. Idris Elba is great in this. People John Cena is pretty good in this. Yeah. The girl who stole this stole this movie. I believe this is her first, like, American film. Um, and I don't, again, I'm terrible with the superhero, so I don't remember her character's name. Can I guess? Can I guess who it is? Yeah. Can sure. I guess who you're going to say? Yep. All right, you are going to say, hang on, I'm just looking it up, just looking it up. Hang on, I promise you, I promise you this will work. It's uh, Viola Davis. (laughs) No, no. Although the fact that they somehow got Viola Davis to be in this movie is just just amazing to me. Well, she's Um, been in all of the DC movies now, like since. Yeah, she's been in a lot of them. It's just amazing that they got her the caliber of actor that she is, that they've got her to play in these movies. But no, You're probably it's, talking it's, about Daniela Melchior. Yeah, so her character is Ratcatcher or whatever it's called, right? I think it's Ratcatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, she controls rats. But her character is great. It's just a really great character. And apparently, this is the first movie that she's ever been in that's where she's spoken English. <laughs> so really? this is a yeah, absolutely yeah. This is her breakout role on this thing. Um, to me, she totally makes this movie worth watching. Um, the movie's ridiculous. It's exactly what you expect it to be. Um, it's it's kind of dumb. Uh, you know, it's got that DC's kind of trying to be like Marvel, but kind of not. So if you like this crap, you should probably watch it. Um, I enjoyed it. It's a three out of five for me. It's cool. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and the other thing, remember I told you about that book that I was listening to, right? Sure. <laughs> so Project Hail Mary. It's an Andy Weir book. Do you know who Andy Weir oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, the guy that wrote The Martian. And this movie, I believe they're going to turn into a book. Is, or they're going to turn this movie, this book, they're going to turn into a movie. Funny, that's hilarious. Um, so this will be a movie at some point, but it's called Project Hail Mary. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good book. I recommend it. It gets a little weird, but for someone who doesn't read much sci-fi, 
Um, and if you are a big sci-fi fan and if you like The Martian, I would give this book a go. Um, so yeah, I listened to it on audiobook. The guy reading the audio audiobook was great. He he made me stick with it when maybe I would have been like, oh, I don't know if I like reading. And then the voice acting was really good. So a little different, different from the normal media therapy, but trying to trying to hey, read that works. That so works. Well, I would listening. totally I would totally pick up Project Hail Mary. I'm tempted to start a book club because Reese Witherspoon has a book club. Why shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> She's Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, so if I find another book, or if you have any book recommendations, let me know. I'm more than happy to uh, pick up a couple of books as I'm traveling longer distances. And uh, instead of playing video games like some people, I would love to expand my world through reading. I don't like your tone. Just truth hurts. Um, well, speaking of books, I guess this is uh, good a time to... So, um, are you familiar with Fish Pond? The website, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They suck. And um, let me explain. Now I'm no, saying I, I think you because I, I, I have, have I told you that I have that I've received something from you. No, you haven't because I was going to tell you, you this. I Whoops, I thought I that. told you. <laughs> no, you did it because I was going to say you never got this thing. And after they but delayed I did it, dude, it. I ordered I ordered this thing like four months ago. Now, to be fair, I've only got it within the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so it's not it's not like I've been sitting it was on getting delayed. Thing. Yeah, it was getting delayed. It was getting delayed because I was going to say, speaking of books, yeah, I got you this thing. Yes, a joke. <laughs> do, do you want me to? I will read it now. I'll it'll take me long because I'm reading the other book that I'm starting to read. You know what? I'm since since I'm talking about books, we might as well start this book club now. You can follow yeah, right. along. The the smarter listeners amongst us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the dummies like me. Yeah, not the dummies like you. Uh-huh. So. I'm reading a book about WeWork. Oh. So I'm trying to remember the name of this book because I just bought it maybe last week. Um, uh, is it called? The Cult of We is what it's called. It's a book by Adam Newman. It's about WeWork. Do you know the story of WeWork? Yeah, it's like a complete shit show, right? Yeah, it's a mess, right? So like, yeah. I don't know if uh-huh. I, I read the book about Theranos, about Elizabeth Holmes maybe a couple of years ago. It's a very similar story because you know Theranos, the company that sort of said, "Hey, we're going to change the, we, you know, we're going to change how blood tests are, are given, right?" Where it's like a prick of the finger, and she was basically making all this up. She basically <sighs> hid the fact that she didn't actually have the science for any of this because people were saying, "Hey, you know, normally to test all of these things, you need a whole lot of blood. You can't just do this with a with a finger prick because there's not enough proteins, there's not enough, whatever, there's not enough data there to actually tell if whether or not you have cancer or whether or not you know you've got diabetes or all these other diseases, right? Diabetes that you can't tell from from a finger prick. But anyway, okay. she was selling. She was sort of saying, "Hey, we've built this machine that can tell you everything that's wrong with you with a fingerprint." And it was very interesting because it was basically talking about how she idolized Steve Jobs and like the art of selling and trying to, you know, try to sort of build up this cult of I'm the next billionaire tech guru. WeWork is apparently a very, very similar. So the book is called The Cult of We. It's WeWork, mm-hmm. Adam Newman and the Great Startup Delusion. The book is by Elliot Brown. So Adam Newman is actually the founder of WeWork. So I got that wrong. He's not the author. He's the, he's the founder of WeWork. It's a book by Elliot Brown. So I'm going to read this book. So if anyone else is interested, pick up this book. I'm going to read it. And when I finish it, get into it. I don't think I can get you to read anything, but go for it if you want. I might even buy this book for you if you'd actually read it, but you're not. So I'm not going to worry about it. 
we could just do a, a book club where uh, where we just send each other books that we don't read. Like I like I just sent you that one. And do you want to say what it is that I bought? I, I will. I will say the book that you bought. Yeah, that's um, right. See, it, it with, is it within eyesight of me? It's not. Um, it's no. probably in my bedroom. So it is called This is the Fire. That's right. what, I, what I say to my friends about racism. And this is a book by the one, the only, the great, the wicked, the wickedly talented. Yeah. The man. Don Lemon. That's right. Now, this book was now this book. You bought it. This was fresh off the press. This book came out March 2021. I know. And then, you know, they had to import that shit, I guess. Fish took forever. Fish Pond sent me a lot of notifications being like, it's going to be late. 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 I reached out to Alice and be like, hey, where can I where can I get a book? <laughs> We're going to get a book for John. And she's like, oh, here's, here's a couple places. And then one of them was like, yeah, you're not going to have it for two months. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Fish Pond's like, yeah, you'll have it in a month. I'm like, all right, well, that's better than the other one. And then sure enough, it was like two or three months later. So I'm going to yeah, read this like, book as well. Don, I'm Le- read- Don Lemon. Got to gotta, gotta support Don Lemon. So I'm going to read this as well. I think a book club can have two books. So these are the books of August, right? So I guess at the beginning, right? We're close enough to the beginning of the month, and I'm a fast reader. So I'm this not. is these are the August book club books of the month. It's the Cult of We, and this is the Fire. So if you want to read along, you can. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about them at the end of the month. I'll talk about both of them. Can't wait. Can't wait. What what interesting what interesting combination of books we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look, look at this. We are we are a, a very a multi talented podcast here. We're reading books, we're playing video games, we're watching movies, and we're ta- and we're strapping people to chairs with duct tape. <laughs> and we're and we're abolishing, and we don't know who's on our money. Yes, <laughs> we're fixing. It's easy. It's, it's easy to remember when you're in when you're in New Zealand. It's like who's on your money? It's the same queen. Same part. It's always it's always the queen. It's just the queen. Queens on every on every. Money. I think and probably some explorer, some white guy that says that he found the country is probably on the coin as well. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't, you know, with uh, with your uh, Stalin president over there, how come she hasn't put any uh, natives on the money yet? Uh, she's she's probably getting there. Um, she's apologizing for, for past hardships. That's what she's doing right now. Oh, yeah? What did she do? Uh, she didn't do anything, but apparently there was something, called, and I'm going to speak to something very unintelligently. Um, we do, we do is, the best. There was there was something called the Dawn Raids, I believe, in the 60s and 70s, where police officers used to go into the homes of Pacific Islanders and Maori citizens and basically, like, search their homes and things. So, obviously, very racially motivated, um, an invasion of privacy, and this was something that the government was doing, and they probably gave up some reason for doing it, as in, we're trying to stop drugs or gang violence or something that's not founded. Um, so, she's been out wow. there apologizing for the Dawn Raids. That's what she's been doing. Because I think her police, her father was a junior police officer during the dawn raid, so she got out there and had to say, "I'm sorry." Fair enough. Makes sense. Mid seventies to early nineteen eighties of illegal overstayers from the Pacific Islands. Oh shit, that was recent. Damn. Yeah. So just like apartheid, people have to remember apartheid was in the (laughs) nineties. So. Yeah. Well, you know, Pando ruins uh, sense of timing. So we could probably add like 10 years to, to the memory there. Yeah. Well, anyway, look at that. 
we got a we got a we got a brisk one. Got a brisk one today. It was dense. Covered a lot of ground here, and I think I think it's a pretty good stopping point. So, you know, made it this far. Mazel tough. You know, go uh, and that means you like us. Hopefully, my audio wasn't as shitty as it was last week. I apologize if you listen to that thing. But you know, we had, a, we had some fun conversation there as well, despite the bad uh, technical issues. Go to he'sabroad.com, find the links, review us. That would be wonderful. Review us on iTunes, say some good stuff. John might give you a dollar. He will give you a dollar if you if you own up to your review. You know what I mean. Anyway, until next time, this podcast is over.